host, Abby Pagood. This is where we talk about all the things that life brings. The good, the bad, and of course, the healthy. And tonight's show, we are actually calling Harvest Your Thoughts from the Inside Out. And that is kind of a wide thing to say. So it's kind of like, oh, what are we actually going to be talking about? And are we harvesting our brain? How does that work? Yeah, no, we're not going to have you like tinker around and touch things out and be crazy or whatever. It's just, it's just a cool idea to kind of think about different things. But before we jump in and get all that, go, go into all of the fun things. I need to make sure to give a huge shout out to our Capital Partner of the Month of September because somehow we have already made it into September and I am still trying to figure out exactly how that is. Um, but our Capital Partner of the Month is National. And National is one of those things, I'm going to actually read this off of their website specifically so I don't butcher it because I don't speak that kind of language. Uh, that's why people like them are in the profession that they're in because they handle those types of things. And one of the things they do is it's basically a self-directed solo 401k retirement plan that provides an educational consultant. So they have a whole bunch of things educating you so that you are kind of prepared to maximize your tax efficiencies, um, also broaden your retirement investment options, and learn all kinds of fun little things. So go ahead and check out National um, if you need to get in touch with them it is their website is national it's n-a-s-h-i-o-n-a-l-s-d dot com and um yeah tell them i sent you because they're fantastic um i also wanted to kind of talk to you guys about that you still have an opportunity to become a capital partner um a capital um health founder actually because as everybody knows because I've been talking about it and some people have been waiting a very long time for the app capital health app to be coming out and it is coming it is I cannot tell you exactly when I can tell you that I've seen things I've seen things I've played with things and we are fine-tuning some of the awesomeness of the capital health app we want to make sure that it's perfect when it goes out but at the same time also providing you what you need and I'm very excited that it's coming so please go ahead and go to capitalhealth.com check out the website check out your opportunities to become a capital health founder because when it drops all those deals go away and you're not going to get them so I just wanted to take advantage if you are joining me live please say make a comment say hello say something say something quirky tell me what you're drinking tell me if it's been a good day or a bad day just say something because I'm on a platform where I actually cannot see who's watching. I can't say hi to people unless they comment, and I like to hear comment. I do better when I have questions asked or I have squirrely comments because, you know, sometimes I like to be a squirrel because it's fun. But anyway, okay, so Capital Founder, go check it out. Second, oh, hi, Debbie. Hello. So anyway, um, so Capital Partner. National, check them out. They're fantastic. Go to CapitalHealth.com. Make sure that you're checking out all the awesome things of the website, the blogs, all the updates, everything. Pretty much everything that you need is on there. And if you don't see something that you need, please make a comment because that is one of the things I like to do is make sure I answer all of the things provided for you. Now, 
The subject of the day, as we were talking about it at the beginning, is harvesting your thoughts. Now, I kind of actually had a little bit of a harder time with this one, um, a little bit, because when I came up with the idea, I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Harvest your thoughts. What does that really mean? And really, it's like, okay, we're approaching fall. We're approaching fall to which harvest starts to begin to happen. Well, what is harvesting? Let's go to a classic thing. When you harvest your crops, right, you are getting, you're taking all of what is left. You are also taking what you still have that's current. You might even be breaking it down to storage um, so that you might even have some of your crops left over through the season, making different jams. You might be making, you know, pickled peppers or some very cool things. I'm, that is not really, I'm very good at growing I have not perfected the art of harvesting uh, crops and having them work for the winter. That is something that I think is a very amazing skill set that our ancestors had because that's what they had to do. Now we get to have it easy. We get to go to the grocery store. We get to pick all the foods that we want. We have most of the foods at our fingertips. Well, kind of. Not really right now because of inflation and et cetera, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, so, but one of the things that I think is really important is what, when you are harvesting those crops, some of it, it's like the heat right now here in Texas is so freakishly hot. So when the heat in here in Texas, it actually killed out a lot of my green beans, which you'd sit there and be like, man, that sucks. They're all grayed out. They're all wasted, whatever. But no, you actually can keep the pea pod. And within opening up the pea pod, you actually can keep those little tiny peas that did not actually end up growing or blooming or anything. They're not wasted. You take them out, you dry them out, you store them in a safe compartment, you can put them in a refrigerator and like you can end up replanting them the next year. There's so much more that you can do with them. And that's really what I wanted to try and focus, get our mind focused is that when we're harvesting our thoughts, it's like you have to go through the clearing. You have to go through the clearing to one, take what is fresh, take what is pure and good. Take what is something that you can utilize now in your time and actually put it into effect, okay? Like get the use out of it. Sometimes we may not be ready for all of that. Sometimes we're not even ready to even contemplate some of those thoughts and things that are inside of our head. And so it's, it doesn't mean that it's wasted energy. It doesn't mean that it was wasted thought. But what it does mean is that there was some substance there that you had value to that, um, that mindset or you had value to those ideas and you had, there was value. There was a reason why you, you had these things that you created. And I can't explain what those are exactly because only you will know that. But it's, you know, it's the ideas that sit in the back of your head of maybe, oh, I'd like to try this sometime or, oh, I've always wanted to write a book or I've always wanted to create blah, blah, blah. And you're not necessarily what to do with that. You, you know that it resonates with you. You know that it's something that you would like to see yourself doing regardless of if life has gotten in the way or timing hasn't been exactly right. But when it comes down to it, it's like the thoughts that are in your head have value. Everything in that garden has value just because the peas dried out doesn't mean that it was wasted. It's like, no, there is the little tiny peas in the pea pod that can still grow a whole, whole plant and keep creating more food, food and abundance for you in the future. 
The same thing with those thoughts. What are those thoughts telling you? Where is it directing you? Sometimes the thoughts that you have going on in your head don't align with, like they align with you. You like the idea, the concept, but the timing is off. So really, I want to go a little bit deeper here today because, you know, a lot of times when I start talking about things and I say all the things and you guys all know that I, you know, I don't necessarily have, I have a filter, but I don't always use it. Right. And it, sometimes I don't always use it because that's my personality. I'm blunt, I'm bold, I'm honest, I'm upfront. But one of the things that's really interesting is that, you know, there, there are times where I get kind of down on myself. I get down in the dumps, I get discouraged. I even, you know, kind of get hung up. Like just before going on this podcast, I was talking to my mom about, you know, not feeling like I've achieved a lot. Like I have so many things on my agenda that I can't wait to do. Like, you know, books that I want to write, having the app be completed, you know, doing all of these various different things. But the timing of my life has not necessarily matched up. My kids are still in their younger years where it's very important for me to be home and take care of them. Um, and making sure that I'm staying engaged in their life and not just being distracted from work and then not having the energy at the end. I also, you know, it's like I do, a, I have a lot of goals and I have a mission and I know what my mission is to do, but then sometimes I turn around and it's like I've done all this work and I'm not seeing the effort, like I put the effort in and I've gotten some things accomplished, but I haven't felt like I've gotten all of them accomplished, so then therefore, I kind of have that defeated feeling or that unaccomplished feeling. And I've been very excited because I've had a lot of people around me that have had really great ideas or um, really huge things that are life accomplishments for them that they are finally getting and they're deserving. They all fully deserve it. But it leaves me feeling a little bit envious. Like, I think all of us kind of, I think one of our biggest traits that's not a good trait for us to always continue is like a comparison of ourselves to some other people, other people's lives, what, you know, what they do have, what they don't have, what they've done with their lives, what they haven't done with their lives. And that all of that like really seeps with judgments and standards and opinions and ego and all of these things. And we could always talk about this even way more in depth, but that would get us completely off track. And my point is, is that for years, I have always had, you know, random thoughts come in. I call it like big downloads, okay, where I could go on a run and then all of a sudden I would come home and I'm writing like numerous pages on a subject because the feed is just running through, just pouring through me and I have to get it out because if I don't get it out, one, I probably won't remember it and two, you know, or I remember it later but I won't get the entire messaging. It won't be very clear. And when I have that messaging that's so vibrant and clear, it's like I have to write it down and I have to get it out. And then after I'm done, I'm like, okay, <sighs> and I can relax and I feel better and I feel like, you know, I feel that feeling of accomplishment that I actually did it and I got what I was trying to do. But then I I'm looking at the paper and I'm like, okay, well, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, what's the point of it? Why is it here? What am I supposed to do with it? So I, I pay attention and I'm like, you know, well, I obviously clearly wrote it down for some purpose and I don't know what it is yet, but I'm just going to store it away. And that's really what is important is because all of the 
these little things that I've written in over the years, all of them, I've kept. And I've written them down and I've kept them in a little box and then I've transferred them over, you know, so that they're typed out and whatever. And I've printed them out. And now I have stacks, like, of things that are this big, right? And when I read through them, I'm in realization that there's numerous books that I could be writing from this. Not one book, numerous, like, series of books that I could start creating. And what I think is very cool is that sometimes we don't always have all the answers right when we have those ideas. We don't have the path written down for us. It's not, it's not clear, and we don't really necessarily know where it's going. But what we do have is we have the substance, we have the value, we have the amazing accomplishment. We have that, you know, the brain template of where you see something going. It's like you have the seeds of the peas and you can create a completely new garden or you can like completely new plant and feed yourself for many years to come, right? So it's like when you have that, when you, all of those thoughts that are going on in your mind, it's kind of like, okay, these are, these are cool ideas. Put it on the shelf. I don't necessarily know when I'm going to be able to utilize them, but the fact that I have them on there, why? We may not know why. We just know that we have the idea for a reason. And maybe, you never even do know, maybe the idea that you have may not be for you. It might be for a child or it might be for a, uh, somebody else. You might have a partnership with somebody else out there that's going to help you create that dream or that world that you have on the shelf. And you just don't even know it yet. And it's like... It's not a wasted thing, and it's not something that you should, you know, think of lightly. It's about, it's about, you know, we need to go through our brain just like we do with spring and fall cleaning and, you know, and harvesting our crops. We need to go through our thoughts, and we need to kind of think through them methodically and kind of put in and say, okay, what can I utilize right now? Oh, this is a great idea. Okay, I'm going to use X, Y, and Z right now. However... These other things don't really make sense to me. I don't really fully understand them, but obviously they're there for a reason. Trust your instinct. Trust your intuition. Trust yourself. We are creative beings that do freaking awesome things. Like, we really do have some really cool things. Like, I really wasn't going to be a big fan of TikTok at the beginning, you know, like when my daughter was begging and pleading me, like, please, can you have you know, like your TikTok and all of that. And so I said, you know, oh, you can barely hear me? I wonder why that is. I'm not even sure why that is, and I'm not entirely sure how to fix that because my mic is on. Is this better? Can you hear me now? No? Answers? I'll wait for answers to make sure that you can hear me. Can you hear me now? Hello? Anyone? Anyone? Oh, maybe it's you. <laughs> and if it's not, that just is a very entertaining like segue, and I can barely remember what I was talking about before. I I love live Facebook interactions because you can sit there and you have all of these um, comments, and when people talk to you, I love it because then it's like, oh yay! It's like having the conversation, and then it actually spirals new things out of me that I didn't even know that I wanted to talk about. So I really do like it when people make comments.
And thank you for letting me know with the audio. I hope it is just you. However, if it is not, I hope I can clear up the audio when I put it on the live platforms. And oh, by the way, live platforms, guys, I do have to make sure that if you guys want or like liking what you see or interested in what you see, even if you just get even a snippet of what I'm saying and you, you like it or whatever, I'd love it if you would like and subscribe. We're always on Facebook and YouTube at CapitalHealth.com and um, and obviously the really cool thing is is that I told you guys I was going to work really hard to try and figure out how to upload the podcast to all the podcast system and we are officially up. The Capital Life is now available to like 20 different podcasting platforms. So wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, you can go ahead and go in there. If you can like and subscribe and get notified for when we go to the next live bit and then off and get your notification. So just make sure that you like and subscribe. And by the way, if you really love the people that you're around and you want them to take care of their bodies and do the self-care that's good for them and, you know, just we're talking self-care from the inside out, share the podcast with them, please. Because sometimes it there might be something in here that I say that may not resonate with you, but it might resonate with them and it might help kickstart them to get them in gear to making sure that they're taking care of their mentality, they're taking care of their body, they're taking care of their overall health, or just even breaking, you know, you know, behavioral patterns that, you know, don't need to be there anymore and getting them to creating a new awesome world of their own, you know, that they didn't dream possible. So we're here to work on that and change things and do all those things. So going back to, you know, harvesting your thoughts, it's like, let's clear out, let's clear out the garden. Let's, let's make sure that we go through and we address and address what is valuable for us right now in this time and place that we can utilize. And then going forward, it's like, okay, we cleared these things out. Then these things, some of these other stuff needs to go onto the shelf and we're just going to keep them there. And then, and then the other thing too is it's really also evaluating what was effective. What have I been doing with my thoughts and my feelings and my efforts? Have they been accomplishing what I've been envisioning to accomplish? And if they're not, is there something else or some other kind of idea that you can create to kind of help those come? And it may not be now that needs to be addressed. Sometimes it's just dealing with that. Now, the other thing that I want to talk about is really like just even going through that mental mindset. The reason why we do this is because it's all about pre preparations, right? So when you think about harvesting, harvesting is a gathering, right? It's a gathering of, it's a gathering of our thoughts. It's like taking the collective of them. But it's also, it's all significant because it's about preparation. When people were doing harvesting type things back in the day, why did they do it? They did it because they had to prepare for winter or they would starve. They would completely have no food, nothing available to them. And so it was really important for them to make sure that they made the most out of every single thing that they had. Now, it kind of gave me, it made me think about um, the other day, I can't remember what the device was that I was looking at, but I was at a client's house and, um, oh, actually, I do remember what it was. A bandit had come off of this, um, his ankle, ankle brace, okay? 
So the ankle brace does its wrapadoo around the foot and then like attaches, right? So that like when you're active, it doesn't break and you whatever. Well, the straps have basically had so much wear and tear because of stuffing on the ground and things like that, that the Velcro has completely fallen off. Well, in my head, my immediate thought was, oh, okay, I need to order another one on Amazon because the, the client that I have really needs it. And that was my first thought. However, my client's first reaction was, huh, I probably need to switch that. And I, it just completely dawned on me, like, holy crap, yeah, that's totally a thing. And it just was apparent to me on how much there is a large generational gap between the two of us, okay? Like, I'm 38, and my client, he's in his 60s. And when he said that, it became abundantly clear that one of the things that we're not doing enough of today, especially with our younger generations, is preservation of the things that we still have, taking care of the things that we still have, the value, maintaining the value of the things that we still have. It's like we go through our phones, like left and right, and get so used to upgrading them every time they start shutting down that we don't even, we don't even think about like, oh, okay, how can we make sure and manage it? I mean, I knew, I think it was my sister one year, she had a Blackberry. Remember when Blackberries came out with the keyboards on it and like, oh, the business people with the Blackberries. Do you remember those days? Um, my sister had a Blackberry and it was really interesting because when she had the Blackberry, I was like, oh, okay, blah, 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 whatever. And then, and I noticed that, you know, if anybody knows Abby, electronics break regularly around me, okay? Like lighting doesn't work or my phone goes off. I go to the freaking grocery store checkout and the freaking register shuts down. And this isn't just like once in a blue moon. This is like a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I always end up having those things. I don't wear watches because they break down. I can't even keep a freaking clock in my office because it stops working. Like this is how much electronics shut down. So just imagine what happens with a cell phone, right? So when it comes to my cell phone, I am notorious that when I've had to upgrade cell phones, that they went from being, oh, hey, yeah, just a huge switch over. The phone doesn't work. All of a sudden I can't get phone calls or voicemails. And then the only thing I could do is text. And then I bring it in and they say, oh, you know what? You must have gotten a bad phone. We're going to give you the update. Like, you know, we'll give you a new one or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Give me a new one. Same thing that had freaking happened. They're like, oh, man, maybe it's the brand or something that's not like, I don't, I'm not sure what that is. So then I switch over to a different phone. Take out another phone. I get all excited about it. Get settled. The same thing happens again. Then they finally decide to order a ticket. And then it's like, no, the towers are losing my number and they don't want to let me get phone calls or whatever, which honestly I can't say has made for some really quiet weeks, which was kind of nice and delightful considering how many spam calls we will get today. But, but anyway, the point is, is that with me, every single time, like one, not only do I have things malfunction because of me, I'm high energy and high electricity and like that just happens. It's part, it's part of my thing. I've accepted it. But then to find out that my sister had her damn Blackberry for like four or five years, and I was like, how the hell did you keep a phone for four years? Like, holy crap. Now, this is like 10 years ago. But still, my like, holy crap. And it's because 
you know, it's about making sure like you're keeping, you're going through your files, you're getting, you're getting rid of stuff that doesn't need to be in there anymore. You're clearing things out, but you're also holding on to the things that have value. Like my whole thing is, it's kind of like, you know, if you, if you have a grill and you love to regularly barbecue, clean up your grill after you're done. Don't leave it out, like cover it up, do the, do the proper things because it's going to last longer. It's going to be longer. So it's very similar making sure that we have that preservation but it's that preparedness and teaching that preparedness to our children to make ensure that they're valuing the things that we have, especially when it comes to harvesting your thoughts. When we have these ideas, that's how a lot of us, you know, all of us, we're such creative beings. That's how it starts. And if we can start teaching our children to really start gathering their ideas, putting use into what they're doing, but in addition to preparing for the future, it gives them the gift of forethought. Okay, it gives them, it gives them the them one feeling prepared as they're going into their life. But it's also making sure that they are putting those thoughts into motion, and they're actually getting something out of it. They're preparing the garden to be continuous for years to come. Right. So that is something to think about. Thank you guys so much for joining me again on the Capital Live, where we talk about all the things, because we do, and it's fun, and we love it, and it's awesome, okay? All right, well, anyway, and just one more reminder to all of you guys that are out there that, you know, you guys got to make sure that you follow us on Facebook and YouTube, reach out, we are on Capital Health on Facebook and YouTube, guys. And then on top of it, we also have our capital, capitalhealth.com. Capital Health is spelled K-A-P-I-T-O-L, health.com. And if you go to Capital Health, you can actually catch some, you can go on and get the latest um, blogs. You can also get, see all the fun tips and tricks that we have on the website. Also, there's lots of programs. It's just fun. I'm creating just this fun, healthy world online, and it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be even better when the app is launched and it even just starts growing and growing, and it'll be so much fun. So I want you guys to make sure and tune in next week. I, for the life of me, did not write down what the name of it was, but I have not, like, whatever it is, it doesn't matter because you know me, it's going to be squirrely. And we're in September. It's crazy. Like, September. It's crazy. Hopefully, here in Texas, it'll start cooling down. But anyway, I want you guys to take care of yourself. Remember to take care of yourself because you are somebody's.